but um, we'd like to welcome Matt Letizia to our 36 hour fundraiser. Welcome Matt. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us today as we we're coming into well hour two now of 36 hours broadcasting. So thank you for coming on. How's things? How's the podcast going? Um, I'm all good. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I haven't. Um, I've had a break from the uh, the flip side. Uh, my interviews on Monday night, um, so uh, I, I'm not quite sure when I'm going to start them up again. But uh, it was quite intense for about nine months there, and um, so just having a, a little bit of a break. Um, but yeah, still uh, still fight the good fight and uh, trying to make sure that everyone's aware of uh, just how corrupt our government are. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're we're obviously looking at really focusing on the children to raise awareness of what's going on in the schools. And I wanted to, well, we wanted to touch a bit on, you know, the sports aspect, because, you know, women are being done away with. We're we're having men competing in women's sports uh, because they identify, you know, that's where I kind of want to go with us, Matt, and your thoughts on all of this nonsense. Well, it clearly is nonsense. Um, I mean, there's just so much going on in the world right now to confuse uh, people. Uh, you don't know which way to turn. You don't know which fight to start having first. There's so many things that are so wrong um, mm. that you, you feel like you're putting out fires on all fronts. And I think this is a deliberate tactic um, by those wishing to uh, to implement all this nonsense. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, you're right. We have to keep uh, focused on uh, each of the different things that are going on and the... Um, the, the transgender stuff in sport is is certainly one that is uh, a fight that I think um, is a pretty easy one to win, a pretty easy one to convince the majority of people that this isn't the right thing to do. Um, it's it's pretty obvious to me that um, people who were born a male uh, should not be competing in sport against uh, people who were born females. It's, it's unfair uh, and it's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that um, it's getting so much coverage, uh, just belies belief, really. Um, because I think if you speak to the huge majority of people uh, in the world, um, they would probably agree that, yes, men shouldn't really be competing against women uh, in sport. And so uh, so the amount of publicity it's getting for people to try and force this through and trying to mm-hmm. almost bully people into accepting it, which is kind of what's been done over the last three years, all the other stuff that's going on, um, uh, and it's it's a very insidious way of uh, of getting people to to try to bow to your ideology. And um, uh, I'm afraid that it's not washing with a, a huge amount of people. And um, that's why we have to stand strong. People like us have to voice public uh, opinions uh, and give other people the strength to be able to stand up in public and say, "I'm sorry, but no." This is not right, and I'm not playing your stupid games. Yeah, it is. It's, it's obvious, actually, how much of an agenda it is. You hit the nail on the head there, because if you went out and spoke to the majority of people, they would massively disagree with it. So the fact that they've given airtime to such, you know, a minority of people would suggest that this just they're just trying desperately to to ram this agenda down everybody's throats. And like you say, it's, it's obvious that men shouldn't be. Um, partaking in women's sports, you know, it's, it's ridiculous we've that we got even have to main, have this conversation. The mainstream know? media are also glorifying, you know, you look at the likes of Channel 4 um, and the likes of presenters such as 
Gary Lineker and all these other people that are really the woke agenda, the, the totally it? woke agenda. And it just it's like our kids don't have a chance, and especially women within sports as well. well I think that's where it's important for us as parents uh, to make sure that our children do not get indoctrinated into this stuff. Um, you know, when I come, uh, I've heard my daughter speak about some of the stuff that they've learned in their PHSE lessons. Well, my God, honestly, my my head is fuming. Well, give um, us an example. Give us an example, Matt. Uh, well, recently uh, she came home and she told me that uh, obviously there were 13 and 14 year olds in this class and that she was, uh, they were being taught how to put condoms on. Um, and my daughter was horrified, absolutely horrified, and wanted to walk out of class. This is the other thing as well. They're actually being forced. There are children there who would have been abused as well. So can you imagine the trigger response from, and they're being forced to do this, and half of them don't even want to do it. They don't want to do it. I've got to say, it, for me, this is nothing less than grooming. Of it is grooming. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a difficult subject for us to get across, Matt, as we've been saying. I mean, at the moment, it's there's, there's five parents who are taking the Welsh Government. They lost the judicial review because the judge was like, woke. it's going to continue, it's going to go further. But the Welsh Government has already put £75,000, over seventy-five grand in court costs um, against these five parents. It's yeah. these group of parents are the only people that managed to take it this far. And it's literally, it's these group of parents in front of, standing in front of the government and at your children, my children, everybody's children. And it's all on them because they're going to take it to the highest court in the land. And we're yeah. make, getting this exposure. But the attack is unbelievable. And trying to raise awareness and get people talking about it it's because they make it's uncomfortable and they could be branded as a racist or, or a homophobe or a bigot um ridiculous it's just how you know we're just trying to raise this money and it's and it's so difficult because and not enough people are talking about it. they're still talking about covid which as i said with richard phobes is equally is important of what's happened the millions of deaths you know the 5g also very important but the children every child while we're chatting and posting about COVID, there's another child being exploited yeah. to this um, education. And it's just getting people to, to talk about it, Matt. I mean, I don't know what you've it, seen in, like, within your circles if people are having this conversation. Um, well, I, I think a lot of people are, are actually not aware of what their children are being taught in schools. Yeah. You know, I, I had a conversation with um, one of my neighbours just this morning. Um, uh, and, you know... Uh, he, you know, he, he, I would say, is, you know, pretty, uh, a pretty progressive type. He's kind of quite, um, I would say, um, you know, very much went along with all the all the law, rules of the last couple of years. Um, but even he was outraged when I was um, in what was going on in the, in the PHE lesson, the PHSE lesson at, at my daughter's school. And um, I, I think it really is um, something where, if, if everybody knew what their children were being taught, there would be absolute uproar. And the fact that the schools are doing this and, and actively kind of trying to keep parents away from knowing about it mm. makes my suspicions even higher and makes me think that it is uh, actual grooming of, of young children. My yeah. daughter is horrified that she is in a class where she is being taught how to put a condom uh, on. 
and um, I, I, it took all my strength not to uh, jump in the car and drive down and um, grab hold of that teacher and just go, what the hell are you playing at? Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I keep saying I'm surprised because I know my daughter isn't in school anyway. She's home educated, has been since she was four. But if that had happened, I would have done that. I am that person yeah, that would have gone up and I would have kicked the door down. And that's what I, I keep would've. asking. We keep and asking the question, I'm... where are the dads? Yeah. Why, where are the dads at those school rates? Because that's your, your duty as a father is to protect your family. Yeah. And keep that. And you are letting other people who you don't know educate your child about sex yeah and the thing is it's very different from when we were in school so you know a lot of people can look back and go oh well they want you know they just assume then that it's not going on because that wasn't going on when we were in school so they yeah. like you say a lot of it is unaware and especially teenagers this is another thing we've noticed is a lot of the teenagers Although horrified by what's going on, they say to their parents, but don't go in there and don't Yeah, don't, don't embarrass us. Because don't they're going to be embarrassed by it. So there's a lot of things unsaid and, you know, parents don't know. And some of the, it's, it's it's one big mess. The, what that, they're actually. doing also, Matt, I don't know if you're aware of this. It was you who told me. They're getting the seat because they, the, there's a big focus in Wales for getting the little ones. So they're not bringing the education, this disgusting education in two secondary school children. They're bringing it in. To the little ones from three yeah. what the schools are doing is they're bringing the older students senior schools to in to talk about it with the little ones now i don't know when if you can remember when you were at school when you had the senior school kids oh, come cool, down and talk to you you would be held on their every world because yeah. they were the cool kids they were older and they so they're basically coming down to explain their L yeah. So they actually grooming, the, 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 the yeah. teenagers are grooming, unaware. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's very clever. It's incredibly clever. Um, it is clever. Like, sinister, you know, they, but clever. Very sinister, uh, very clever. Uh, but they have uh, so much knowledge of uh, psychological techniques yeah. that they are using against the population. Um, and this is um, stuff that's been used for the last three years. Uh, the psychological uh, uh, insights team, the behavioural insights team that were on on stage, all know exactly how to coerce and manipulate people into doing things without them realising what they're actually doing. Yeah, it's psychological warfare, isn't it? And it's been happening for uh, decades it, as well, but I think it's just become more noticeable in the last three years, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it is. It's a form of uh, warfare. You know, we are in a war now. It's just this one's not being fought with guns and bombs. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is an information war going on. And that's why you're seeing countries around the world uh, trying to start policing what information you can see on the Internet. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the online harm safety bill that's, that they're trying to push through uh, in this country. But in our world, draconian laws um, that they are going to use to basically... Uh, cover up all the lies that they've told over the last few years because they're the ones that have been spreading the misinformation. And now they have to put these laws in place to, to stop their own lies from being exposed. And that's <laughs> it's just crazy. It is just crazy. And obviously at the moment as well, I don't know if you I don't know if you saw it, but last week the UN well, they've come out that they've basically decriminalizing consensual sex between adults and, and minors, children. right? So at the same time, this is another thing that we keep telling people when we're going on our demos and our tours and trying to get this information out there is that 
They are teaching children as young as three how to consent. Now that's negotiation. You that's a predator's paradise. That is because you've just done the grooming for them. You you know a predator doesn't go in all guns blazing. Although we've been told about you know uh, you know it does happen occasionally, but it's quite rare. If somebody's going to get abused, especially a child, it's usually by somebody they know, and that's because they have to build up that trust relationship. So what are they doing is teaching very young kids what it should be. Right for young children is a flat out no. You That's don't what they need to teach how to say no. You know, it's not black. It's not a grey area in it. It's safeguarding no. a child is black and white. You teach yeah. them absolutely nobody touches you by there or discusses or talks about it. If they do, you raise the alarm, and then later on in life, in you know, a sort of adolescence age, you teach them the consequence of consent. Not that so they teach your little children. You know, listen to your body. Know what feels good. Good touch, bad touch. Well, that is highly, highly, highly dangerous from a, a paedophile's point of view. You know, I put this in practice for somebody the other day. So if you've got like a, a four-year-old child that's been taught that, you know, if it feels nice, it's okay. And then so you've got, I don't know, just for argument's sake, a 30-year-old predator. They've come in, they sat next to that child. They've tickled them under the chin, perhaps. Does that feel nice? Is that, do you see what I'm saying? I don't have to even elaborate on that to see how dangerous that is for a, there is a video actually in one of Kim's, presentations where you see a six-year-old child consenting sexual um relationships with their own father because that's how easy it is we'll play it it later on but this is what i mean you know you're teaching them consent instead of just a flat out no and then you'll break the un then are coming over the top and saying oh you know adult child uh, if they've agreed to it and this is where the prosecution then is really well it's very difficult to prosecute if you've got say a 12 year old who thinks they're in love with a groomer you know is this exactly how grooming works but now they're going to bring in a law to say well it's okay if the child says yes this is such dangerous territory we're on right now and uh parents have got no parents have basically got no rights they've got no rights but the child has got rights now so in wales anyway um, parental, they've even told us in the judicial review that we took last year against the Welsh government, they basically said, now this is going to apply across the board for medicine as well, right? So this is this is quite a big thing, really. England, Wales got the same judicial system that um, you didn't have parental rights anyway. And if you did, they were very, very minuscule. And you do have an option to opt out of this education. Your two options are private educate or home educate. So basically what they're saying is, we're doing it anyway, whether you like it or not, and you haven't got any parental responsibility, but we've just given your your child, child, children's rights and children's reproductive rights, sexual rights. So this is, it's all sort of connecting in to the big, policies then that they're bringing up, up you know through the un this is is very seriously dangerous and like you said a minute ago don't think many people know about it they certainly don't because um, they could be a podcast that i did um about a year ago um you know when, when all this stuff was kind of kicking off i said it, it won't be long before um they will be trying to normalize pedophilia and legalize it and lower the age and here we are all that kind of stuff and and you know here i mean the un I mean, for uh, for an organisation who um, are meant to be for the betterment of the world, uh, I, I'm sorry, they're a disgusting uh, organisation. And you know, I was I was reading things, you know, two or three years ago about um, you know the child trafficking and you know the, the paedophilia that goes on at top levels in uh, you know uh, society and governments and all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of a bit sceptical about it. And then and then you see things like this. 
and uh, uh, and, the, and what the UN are doing, and it, it just makes you go, oh, hang on a minute, maybe there's a bit more to all this than the meets. Maybe maybe the conspiracy theorists are right after all. You know, they're not doing themselves any favors by by this, and it just I think it's just exposing themselves to the public if they can be if they can be bothered to look. They're yeah. just exactly what they are yeah they are and again the same with the world health organization so this sex education which was agreed all all four uk it's worldwide anyways in 52 other countries it's been in america a long time but um all four uk governments signed up to this very educated exactly the same as a global rollout in march 2017 so they you know we and, the, and it was based on two documents one from the un and the other one from the world health organization and the world mm. health Organ organization the document that i can't remember what it's called but it's on public child protection wales's um thingy but it's, it's basically you know the one that they've used and it's a 2010 document and within it they've got what they call the matrix right so they go from they go give you your age range and they give you the information fed into the child about gender and sex basically and the skills and behaviors that they will you know um they'll see from it and it starts from naught right so in the world health organization document they say in the un they say we're sexual from birth and i'll tell you where this comes from in a minute and in the WHO, they say we're sexual from in the womb. That's actually in the document, right? So we've got naught to four, and that's early childhood masturbation, right? Know what feels good, good touch, bad touch, listen to your body. Four to six, six to nine. By in that six to nine bracket, if they've got um, sexual intercourse and, you know, whether other sexual intercourse between two males, between two females, this is six to nine. Then you've got nine to 12, 12 to 15 and 16 plus. And the matrix documents in both the UNESCO document, uh, the UN document, obviously, and you've got it in the WHO document. Now, the reason that they say we're sexual from birth comes from Alfred Kinsey. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. I can't. It's too much. It's too, it's too early. early. <laughs> and I don't want any children to, to hear it. But this yep. education didn't come from nowhere. They obviously, to put it there, there's got to be some science behind it. Well, we discovered the science behind it. It comes from 1940s. And basically, I can't really say what it is, but I'm just going to say, I will later on. We will be discussing it quite later. It was yeah. based on child abuse from the age two months old, right? And it from monitors. this, it monitored child abuse from this, all ages of children. It's actually in, in, in a publication called Sexual Behaviour in the Human Male and Sexual Behaviour in the Human Female, which was a later publication, um, where basically it was child abuse from age two months up to 15 years, and they recorded all this so-called data, which I won't go into. And that is why they're saying we're sexual from birth. So it's basically the um, the perpetrator. So from the paedophile's perspective then, while they class as the, the big O, and I'm not going to say it, right? Um, so basically these children were being tortured, and that is why they say we are capable of sexual experience from birth but i can't go into it and then the thing is that they they do actually list in some books that are going into the schools that you've done the blog on how to make your school an lgbt friendly place oh they they, 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 they reference they the kinsey book and they didn't say specifically uh, what part of the kinsey book so that meant the whole book which including that, that matrix yeah and it's well it's written i knew it because i know what i'm looking for yeah exactly so yeah. on the who document in the bibliography at the bottom they've got john bancroft and john bancroft was he was 
director of the Kinsey Institute, where this disgusting raw data came from in the 1990s. They didn't actually put Kinsey's name on there because I think they were aware that people will look for Kinsey and then they'll find a connection. So I knew what I was looking for. So they directly referenced Kinsey in that World Health Organization document and they have in the UNESCO document. Right, so we're talking a sex education here based upon disgusting child abuse. Of course, we're not sexual from birth. There is such set the thing as childhood innocence, but these people don't believe in that. They believe there's no line between child and adult, and therefore children can the word sex should not be in a child's vocabulary no, I know. until personally 12, 13, you know, when maybe to talk and it's the parents' job. It's Absolutely. the parents' job to decide yeah, when their child is ready. I from mean, years ago. we've waffled for ages now. Let's have give Matt a chance. Yeah, to talk. sorry, I'm just giving him a bit of information. Right, it's not random paedophiles' job to teach your child about sex. The, the government should not be getting involved in what is a parent's job. Yeah, and that that's been kind of one of my biggest things over the, the last few years is that the government have had way too much overreach into our lives and this is another this is another step into it and i'm sorry but all this stuff that the who and the un are, are pumping out just tells me that those organizations are being run by pedophiles that's what it that's what the evidence points to in my mind exactly um have you ever have you had or or uh your your wife angie had uh, any conversations with the school about it how how they approach because they don't they don't want parents getting involved at all. No, no they don't. They don't. And um, um, I've obviously got some very strong opinions on it. Um, we've chosen to go down the route of educating our um, on these subjects outside of school and having um, proper conversations with her. Um, and she is pretty, pretty level headed. Um, she's very opinionated and she's, uh, happy to um, stick up for herself when it comes to uh, the subjects that they're talking about and she doesn't agree with. Um, and so we are happy to, uh, as, as long as she's strong enough to have those conversations, we've allowed her to um, to be herself and, uh, and we've told her that if any of the conversations that she has in these PHE les PHSE lessons are uh, she is too uncomfortable with, then she has our permission to walk out the classroom. Oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and that's what we encourage all parents to do. Absolutely, you know, get them out because it's 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 so different because they're putting it into every lesson as well. It's a whole school approach. Yeah, right? so it's not just the stuff. They, they will say, oh, these are standalone lesson, but what they've done very sneakily with this new education is because they know people are going to pull their kids out of that one lesson once they find out what's going on. They've yeah. basically put it through the whole curriculum, so it's in every lesson. So unless you remove your child completely, they're going to be exposed at some point. This is how much, this is how much they want it really rammed down people's throats. They've done it that way, so that's why the whole the whole that's lockdown. And they have said in England actually, but that's going to change in the relationship. So you've got relationships and sex education. Apparently, from the relationship side of it, you are able to opt out at the moment, but that's going to change because we all signed up to that. So Kim always says we're in we're in the same storm, but different boats. So obviously in Scotland and England, you had the lesson content before we had it in Wales. In Wales, they legislated it here first. 
before they brought the lesson content in. So this is where we've got the, that's why we've got the fight down here, because Scotland can go in with it because it's not been legislated, even though they've had, and Scotland have had some seriously graphic. Scotland have had um, horrific stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. And you've actually got, what's his name? Richard Lucas in, in the Scottish family parties. He's the one talking out up there, but they've had some horrific um, graphic, real seriously graphic pornography content in the classroom and in the school libraries and in the public libraries, actually. I don't know if you know, if you would have seen things on the drag queen, drag queen stuff that's story going on. hour that's going on. Have you seen anything on that, Matt? It's been blown no. up everywhere. I saw that when it started in America um, uh, and then uh, inevitably, um, of course, it, it started to follow me. <laughs> um and all that all that stuff is just uh puts a knot in my stomach when i see it i think it's it's sick and there's no need for it whatsoever i don't have a problem with blokes wanting to dress up as women you want to yeah, what they do behind closed doors it's up to them consenting it, adults but exactly. we noticed the don't put it in my children's face the bbc closed the parents uh when we were at the judicial review in cardiff um the parents because it was right the bbc building was right over where the court was and there was no one talking about it and there was hundreds of parents from all faiths saying our children our choice you know and there was gays there there was lesbians they're all supporting it because they're all in agreement not in our name you yeah. know they want children to be <laughs> so the, the parents walked over to the bbc to ask them why aren't you coming you know why don't you come over and report this is news and the BBC closed all their doors, locked the building down and called the police who turn up. And some of the police are wearing uh, gay pride badges, <laughs> lapel badges. You know, that would be politicised. And they're, they're not supposed to be politicised. No. So, you know, adult, ent adult entertainment going into libraries is, does, has no place around our children. And the police are protecting the drag queens. Of course they are. Of course they are. They've they've been infiltrated as well. The police have shown their true colours when uh, the, when the demonstrations were going on uh, and the way the difference in the way that they treated people who were demonstrating against lockdown uh, and the Black Lives Matter stuff. Yeah. Completely yeah. Of, of two demonstrations, um, and so they nailed their colours to the mast then. And uh, and I've lost all uh, confidence in our police. I've lost all confidence in our medical people i've lost all confidence in science um and it's it's just been so corrupt uh over these last few years people have really shown their true colors and, and the police have been no different you know the bbc certainly been no different we know we know the bbc's um uh, are um prolific cover-uppers of pedophiles uh, down the years so no surprise uh, that they want to turn a blind eye to all this um, because, you know, we know what happened with Jimmy Savile and they knew what was going on and they allowed it to continue. How that organisation is still going uh, beggars belief and how people still actually give money to that organisation is quite incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not paying my TV licence ever again. Yeah. And, and this is the work thing as well as taking the knee thing. I, I don't know what that's the whole Taking the knee actually sent triggers me like ridiculous. I mean, obviously, the kids, but. Well, as soon as I hear taking the knee, that's it, yeah. you know, and I can't believe how many of our British football players are bent to are, it, are bent to it as well. I mean, I, I could have watched, what was the last one? Was it the World Cup that's just gone on or whatever? Oh, was the World Cup last you know, time. my son and I was, and I just couldn't watch it. Anyone was going to take that knee. I just, I just, 
Oh, oh God, I'm a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Would you, yeah, if they'd asked you to do it, Matt, would you have, done, <laughs> would you have taken the knee? I, I think um, <laughs> that I've taken over the last couple of years, you could probably guess what my reaction would <laughs> be. I, I, would, I probably would have been, I think I would have been the only player <laughs> in the entire league to stand up and go, no, not for me, mate, not doing what that. What about talking about, you know, your colleagues I, throughout the time, you know, the, you're obviously still in country, you've made loads of friends, you've had an incredible career. Do, do anybody within your circle, you know, of the of the sports circle, Anybody else raising aware, like raising concerns, even not publicly, but like just quietly? Yeah, this is all a bit lunacy. We don't ask you to say the names. It would just be encouraging to think people in the world of sport um, are taking notice of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I think I think people are taking notice. Um, just that some are not are not quite brave enough, uh, or you know, not willing to sacrifice anything to stand up for what they're. Uh, you know I, I I did what I did I, I knew what the consequences were going to be but I was prepared to take those um, because I felt like the issues were far more important than you know me earning a decent living at, at Sky for instance um, and uh, a lot of people you know are not quite as I don't know quite as I don't know if it's it's not really bravery I'm not sure it's it's kind of having, I guess, strong enough uh, beliefs uh, in what they're talking about to actually stand up for themselves. Um, and I guess, you know, you, to a point, I kind of get that they've got families to feed and they need the income and all that kind of stuff. But so did I. Uh, and I found different ways of earning income, you know, without having to rely on, you know, the mainstream media for, for my money. So um, there is a world outside of you know, mainstream media. Um, and uh, I have to say it's a much happier world because I can be free in all of my thoughts and I don't have to, uh, I don't have to kowtow to my employers. Um, and I'm allowed to, to say what I think is happening in the world and not be silenced because all oh, my employers might not like it if I say that. So I better shut up. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've never been one to just sit up. I've always my opinion. and uh, I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. Wow, wish there was more like you, Matt. Really, like the integrity. It's what it's yeah, it it's is what it's about. all about. It well, I mean, we're that. struggling with the censorship, aren't we? And trying to get the fundraising in because, you know, people don't talk about it. As we say, it's an uncomfortable, uncomfortable subject. Uh, the weight is on five parents, I say, who's standing between us, and we have to sit here. We're going to be sitting here for thirty-six hours begging people. <laughs> The thought's just horrendous. It just keeps giving me shivers every time I think about <laughs> because it. Because I remember uh, the first We, you know, we're just to raise a bit of money to support these five parents because they've already had a hundred grand from taxpayers' money. We had one barrister. We had Catherine's partner, Darren, doing the, the solicitor work. Um, so we and saved a bit on that. Saved a bit of money yeah, on that. Thankfully. And every single penny of that campaign goes to these parents, to the legal costs. Yeah, I and um, it's it's hell. I mean, this morning we've made, we've only raised nearly two hundred, and we should have done better than that, really, by now already. Um, but Depends if we could, you know, I don't know if you could put, just to tell people why it's so important um, to get behind these parents because it's it's they're the only thing that's stopping it at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'll be happy to put out some uh, some links and stuff um, whenever I can. I'll do that as soon as I've come off here. I'll uh, I'll, I'll get on here and. Pop the links on and encourage people to 
to understand what's going on and how important it is. And um, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, you know up that figure by the end of this weekend because you you guys are doing a fantastic job and uh, we will raise as much awareness as we can for you. Thank you yeah. so much. At the end of the day, all that keeps us going is that you know it's just we're doing this and it is for the children because. They are, it's so corny, I hate no, it, but they it are is, the future. It is true. And well. we've, got to, we've got to protect that innocence. These people want to strip it away from our children. So the second they get into that classroom, they want to strip that little bit of innocence yeah. away from them. We can't let that happen. I get, I tear up every time I say that. We I really can't do. let it happen because they, we, I know it's corny and it does sound a bit weird and it sounds like I'm just about to break into song, but they, they are the future. And if we don't, so we can do what we want as adults and protect us and that's great and whatever. But if those... we're not focused on the children, there'll be a time where these children and they're being manipulated. They are being manipulated in school as well, right? To believe, you know, once you catch a child before the age of seven, then you pretty much got them. So if you're influencing them with this confusing, woke stuff they're going to grow up and what they're doing in the schools as well and i don't think people realize this is they're turning them especially the older ones they're turning them into socio-political activists so they're coming out now as a completely new generation with completely different um traditions and values and morals from their parents then because they sort of break in the family unit down so we'll get to a stage where we're, we're all yay yay but they're going to come up and just take right over that with everything unless we fight for them now while they're young do you know what i mean i think we've already got one generation at least i think you're right i think there is uh there is one generation uh if this continues i dread to think what the world is going to look like in 30 years so yes yeah, we are. Exactly. It's, frightening. it's frightening well matt leticia thank you so much for coming on and supporting us today on this very important long very long we're only two hours in and I, we're all at the lovely at the moment and fresh faced and bushy trailed but give us a few hours <sighs> give us a few hours but yeah um and liberty tactics are kind of doing it and we need we need some donation we need please Halloween we need it. some donations for this and what we're, we're doing we're doing it every single penny goes direct into the legal fund for these parents uh it is not fair that these people have these costs put on their shoulders when they are they're not doing it for the children just the children of wales they're doing it for every single child in the uk and we need to start doing as kimberly needs to start doing and people like us we need to start a movement to protect our children even when after all this is finished definitely we've got to continue and we have to have our children i believe in the forefront of our mind all the time absolutely well said and well done and keep up the great work God bless Thank you, Matt. You. Thank God you so you, much. Thank you very Take much. care. Tune in this time tomorrow. Take care. God bless. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. So we've got our wonderful Paul Fitch coming up soon. He's going to join us from the Wirral. Uh, we do have a video out coming out now. Uh, Darren's video for Phil, Jason's promo, and then a small documentary promo with Kim. So we're going to be back in about 15, 10, 15 minutes with wonderful Paul Fitch. See you guys.
As you see, they've got a neck on the floor. He's got his hand on the neck. What's it that she did? What's it that she did? What's it? Straight out of Wales with the wind in his sails, he's tipping the scales. Silurian trails revealing their names while he's lifting their veils. Public assails, no one exhales. We're reading the mail, it's not printed in braille. No bonus for sales, the light will prevail. He's telling the tale while he's hot on the trail. Whole nother scale, he's hammering the nail. He's trolling and rolling the camera and showing the standard that's double. Exposing the bubble, removing the muzzle. He's always got trouble. He's fighting the muscle and solving the puzzle. He's taking the fight and he's spreading the light and he's doing it right. Taking daptures and night and he's making it bright and providing insight while he's flooding your eyes. Like a hair in the headlights. Justice is served, collar crime is submerged. Don't be absurd, your vision is blurred. He's seen it occur, so right there on the curb. Dive on record, he's filming the herd. BLM thugs act like crimes, high on drugs. They wreck in the place, they're smashing the face. He's in with the thick, in with hammers and sticks. Exposing the truth, he's showing the proof. He's trolling and rolling the camera and showing the standard that's double. Exposing the bubble, removing the muzzle. He's always got trouble, he's fighting the muscle and solving the puzzle. He's taking the fight and he's spreading the light and he's doing it right. Taking dark as the night and he's making it bright and providing insight while he's flooding your eyes. Like a hair in the headlight. You just don't want to see it there. You just don't want to see the violence. You don't want to see the violence is on, on some of the people. Three people on a woman. Support for the vets, pray unless we forget The pain he besets and the truth he projects He's a victim of threats, but he never regrets Life extremely upsets, no printing gazettes He's taken the test, got the pedos addressed No southeast or west, he streams the protest No news is suppressed, the whole truth is expressed Twin standard test, he's facing arrest He's trolling and rolling the camera and showing the standard That's double, exposing the bubble, removing the muzzle He's always got trouble, he's fighting the muscle And solving the puzzle, he's taking the fight And he's spreading the light, and he's doing it right Taking dark as the night, and he's making it bright And providing insight while he's flooding your eyes it's like a hair in the headlight. There's four, five, or one. There's two on a girl. They pinned her to the floor. This one's getting a bully boy tactics. Must from the TSG, probably. Sergeant, yeah.